step right up its nail to halo by halo journey through the music of Nine Inch Nails. And I'm Blake. I'm Jessica. And we're doing a series about the fragile, but this is a very different and special one. And I don't even know how we're really going to do this exactly, but it's different. And it's not a halo, and I'm sorry for that, but some very exciting things happened, right? Yeah. Uh, so what happened? We went to Denver. That's maybe the most you could have, un- <laughs> the most understated way you could have possibly said it. Well, we went to Denver, and then from Denver, went to Morrison, and in Morrison, from Morrison we climbed a mountain. We climbed some red rocks, and in between some red rocks, there was a stage, and on the stage, a band played for us. Just for us, they played. They said for this the, goes out to the Nailed podcast. <laughs> for like the, what, 9,500, like how many, what was the capacity? Like Nine, almost 10,000? almost 10 grand, okay. yep. And I don't know how many they actually pack in there. That's just the capacity that they list online is 9,000 something. A lot of people, and we saw Nine Inch Nails, where we, we've buried the lead so bad that people are going to hate us. But the lead is we saw Nine Inch Nails, and not only that, we saw them twice. In a row, two nights in a row, Red Rocks, possibly one of the best venues that we could have seen them on the earth. And I thought it was really awesome. Uh, and I think our lives are forever changed. I am, my head is, I'm, I can't wrap my head around what happened to us over that journey. Can you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You get too I, high before these. No, it's not that. Um, I think I'm still like a little very tired. Yes, and it, I I think I'm uh still on a little bit of a high from it. It was yeah. very exciting, and I had a lot of fun. And also, I have a little bit of sadness mixed in there too. Yeah, we have the post show depression. I think it's fair to say, and I don't even mean that lightly or in a joking way. It's a real uh. We were joking today on the Discord about how we just want to go back, mm-hmm. possibly live there, and they could have a residency, mm-hmm. except doing Red Rocks every day, if you're not in tip-top shape, like I'm not, would be hell, I think. Even though the venue in, is like heaven, getting there, it's like the most beautiful place that is also the most work you will ever do to get to a damn show. I just want to say 1 million percent worth it. Yes, worth it. Absolutely. But I can't, I wouldn't have done this for any other band ever, ever. My back is basically broken. I should have been either on bed rest or in the urgent care. But I was like, I will do anything for this band. I will suck it up, swallow an alarming number of ibuprofen and muscle relaxers, and I will see this band if if it actually kills me. There's no way in hell. Um, Actually, just like a few days before we left, we drove, by the way. Mm -hmm. So that was, that added to the extreme difficulty, 12 hours one way and 12 hours back. I didn't mind the drive. I didn't think it was a bad drive. The drive is extremely boring. That was the problem. It's boring. Just flat Kansas land. The whole way there, you're driving up a hill for 12 hours. Not, so not really, but kind of. You kind of literally are, though. And then you can you can tell that it's less taxing on the car on the way back because you're going slowly downhill for 12 hours. 
now we're back at Missouri, which is like sea level. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, we are like uh, a million miles in the air up in Red Rocks because they call Denver the mile high city, but Red Rocks is on a mountain. It's way higher than that. We were anyway, 10 miles high, we were 10 miles high and they didn't play that song. They should have. Mm. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, a few days before our trip, I like woke up with a scratchy throat and then I had a, like a panic attack that I was going to get sick, uh, and have some kind of have COVID or another infectious disease. And that would make it so I couldn't go. Did you have that fear? I did. Uh, I even like went to go give my littlest niece her birthday present and yeah. we did it all outside. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. yeah, I just, I'm trying to be very careful. We were wearing masks everywhere more than normal just to have no chance of catching anything before the show. Don't care what happens to my body after the show. Mm-hmm. I just have to get there alive and well. Honestly, if, at we, all costs. if we don't get COVID... From being at Red Rocks and at Meow Wolf, where there were yeah. just hundreds we were just of people in. in Meow Wolf and thousands at Red Rocks, like yeah, but I'm fine. I'm not sick. No, I'm not. I'm just. Saying I have that's no symptoms. So weird. Yeah, I, I think my immune system does okay because I've done several big concerts in the past year and nothing. It's just exhaustion and depression, but no symptoms of like an illness. But yeah, then I I just like started panic swallowing vitamin c gummies that i bought at the walgreens Which doesn't work so well it worked for me because i didn't get sick <laughs> it's just kind of a, what am i supposed to do i thought i felt a cold coming on that doesn't work the vitamin c stuff doesn't but that's okay i mean well, maybe I, I was panicking it, if it acts as a, a placebo yeah maybe it did fine. yeah maybe it did but we made it and it was, I want to say life altering, but I still don't know how, um, still kind of head spinning from it. I'll try to think back to certain songs and moments and my brain is like, uh, that was it. What I'm saying is it was a blur. Does it feel like a blur to you? Like the whole thing was a bit of a blur and it's just like shit. It was just over in a flash yeah even though it was two shows still a blur yeah well i think we had all the anxiety yes beforehand um just the normal travel anxiety but also mm-hmm. maybe some social anxiety because we were going to be meeting up with um patrons and listeners yeah. and so that was kind and of meeting nerve-wracking trent. yeah we did and not by, meet trent <laughs> by meeting trent i mean seeing trent in person sort of that's Anxiety inducing in itself, I guess. And yeah, uh, having to socialize, that's an anxiety trigger. The illness thing is an anxiety trigger for me. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with a lot of anxiety night one. So it was a mixture of like the um, elation and uh, what are the most positive feelings? <laughs> Bliss of seeing this band finally. It was a mixture of that and um, pain, bodily pain from climbing a mountain and your lungs are working harder because you're a trillion feet in the air, but also ignoring all that for the music and also anxiety at the same time. It was a weird brew. I was, I wasn't telling you at the time cause I didn't want to ruin anyone else's time, but I was 
10 kinds of fucked up, but also just in this, in the bliss. Then night two, the anxiety had mostly subsided and the pain was much less. And I had, even though both set lists were possibly equally amazing, night two is the night where I had more fun and that we were, our seats were way closer and better on night two. That was a big part of it. Do you feel the same way about night one versus two? Yeah, I feel like, I think I actually maybe liked the set list better for night two too. But um, yeah, no, uh, we had really good seats. I didn't have as much social anxiety. I knew what to Mm -hmm. expect at the venue. Yeah, that's the thing. So I was more prepared and ready for that. Um, So I think I was able to maybe enjoy myself more on the second night. Yeah, and just our seats being better, I can't emphasize enough how much um, yeah. that helped. Special we, thanks to a uh, friend and patron, Holly. Oh yeah, who God sold her tickets to us because she thought she had she got really good tickets on Friday, and was like, we we can't go to both, and so sold us her Saturday night tickets, and then decided, well, we can go to both. <laughs> Weren't they <laughs> like we extremely close on? Night one. I can't remember what they were on night one, but yeah. I feel like they were row three or four, or maybe even closer. Um, I think in my if I was an able-bodied youngin, uh, pit and getting up against the rail would be ideal. But for an old person who had just thrown out his back, assigned seating was a godsend. Especially, I've heard from I've heard from a source. That not everyone was being nice at the Oregon show that just happened. Oh. And also some of our friends who were at Red Rock, we were really lucky. And weren't we around like cool people both nights? Yeah, I didn't have any issues with anyone. My yeah. neighbor on night two was Bernie. He was cool. Right. Shout out to Bernie, who was a nice, cool guy. <laughs> everyone around us, I feel like on both nights and night one, we stood right next to our friends. Uh, and we'll get into that. But everyone around us both nights was cool. What happened at the Oregon show? I just heard that there was typical, like, festival-like shoving, I'll call it light assault, you know, somebody grabbing women's hair and Where was the, okay, that sounds, where was the venue? Like, what was the venue? Was it an outdoor venue? Yeah, it's an outdoor. Oh, Did it have any seating? No, I mean, everybody's just crowded around. Uh, Don't ask me, because I don't know anything about this. I'm just repeating what I was told by a, a listener who we love. It's always risky at a concert, though, because that, that's the thing yeah. is like you don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just were very fortunate. I'm just glad that there's not a guy who barks like a seal at that concert. Barks like a seal? When I was in college, like my sophomore year, so I was like probably 19 or 20, Ryan Adams played at the Blue Note in Columbia. Oh, and, and it, he barks like a seal no, on stage. he does not. But uh, it was a free show, so my sister and I drove up there, right? It was like first to get in line, you yeah. know, oh, till wow. capacity. So we drove up there, and uh, we got in, and it was awesome. And we were right up the, at the front, so we were so excited, although looking back on it now, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. But we were so excited, and there was this dude who was maybe a couple rows behind us who just barked like a seal between every song and drove us fucking nuts. Yeah, that... Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. And don't be the person who grabs people's hair. <laughs> what the hell yeah, was happening? Don't grope and grab and push and shove and be an idiot. You can, you can love the band and be psyched out of your mind, and you can also not ruin anybody else's time. You can do both. We were all doing it. 
Um, but some of our friends who were there the same nights, they said they weren't so fortunate. Like, wasn't Asher saying he was like had some assholes around him? And I don't know. I didn't pay attention because honestly, I had a good experience. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so we, I was I'm like, saying we that sucks out. for you, bro. And uh, just uh, enjoyed my my time. Uh, yeah, but really, it's just like a blur because my head started spinning and never stopped. And I mean that sort of like in a good way. Like yeah. it's just, it had almost been built up too much to where it's too big of an event. <laughs> and now my brain can't process it. So I need to go to like 50 more shows to yeah. understand what I'm looking at. See, that's the thing is when I was younger, I never understood like deadheads. Like mm. who the fuck wants mm-hmm. to follow a band around and make that your life? And then after this, right. I'm like, I can see it. Well, I don't understand that band, but well, I, mean, I could the- see nine. And there are people who do it with Nine Inch Nails, and yeah. we, you know, we were in line with some of those people. Um, and I get it. I get why. If you have the means and the ability, mm-hmm. and you'd have to be a lot more able-bodied than I am, um, I could I could see that because they are worth it. the The performance was like immaculate on a objective level, and I don't mean like flawless. Um, I heard, you know, I heard Robin flub a few chords. Here, Did I give a here shit? He comes. No. What? <laughs> but here what, comes pedantic play. No, 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 it's not ped entry when you're talking about music. Oh, okay. What is it? What I wanted to say was, what what I've seen, you don't realize that the band makes mistakes. I guess if you're just watching on a DVD or on YouTube with these kind of through this rose colored lens you don't realize that they're human beings who might flub a chord or, or miss a cue or something. And I, it makes it better to me, <laughs> you know? Well, it makes the, it more real. Yes. And you know, I love things that let you know that it's real, that it's not pre-recorded. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I knew that we were going to get on the mic and I wouldn't know what the hell to say because it's just so much. You were talking about though, like social anxiety, meeting people, meeting listeners Mm -hmm. for the people that we like talk to in the discord and stuff. It was like, it wasn't weird to me and it wasn't a big shock. It was like, oh, I already know you. Like I'm just seeing friends that I already know. Yeah. It was just a little surreal because like I've talked to them in discord or on Instagram, you know, messages or, uh, you know, we have voice chat sometimes in Discord or the occasional, like, you know, meetup, video meetup, whatever. But it's still so weird to actually meet them in their physical like, form. Yeah. But I was also, I'm also just like, Ugh, they're going to think I'm a dumb, ego poser. <laughs> These are always my thoughts. I'm the one who should be weird because you have a a nice, a f- friendly warm sociable personality um and i don't (laughs) i'm the one who should have been worried because people probably came away thinking i was a grump but please just know that i'm just like that he is a grump like that's and the people who shared an airbnb with us i'm sorry for how not fun i am (laughs) (laughs) but know that i am grateful uh even if i didn't seem like it but like resting all day Saturday to get my strength up for the show that night, that was choice. That was the right call for me. I know a lot of other people are out there living it up, 
going to the record store, <laughs> running around Denver, using up their energy, but I needed to recuperate. And it was worth it because Saturday was like amazing. Saturday night, I mean, the show. And I was able to climb that mountain a little easier the second time. So the show, check out what I have with me. Today I printed out, these are both, these are copies, facsimiles of both of the set lists. <laughs> yes. Um, that people sent into the NIN Live Archive and they scanned in. Now I printed out, I wanna, the night one, the Friday has like some markings on the set and I wish I knew what they were and I wish I knew whose set this was. There's like the letter L after sin. There's like some marks, I think, where he talked, where they the band takes a break and Trent's talking. There's some lines drawn. Mm -hmm. I want to try to interpret. There's like the letter T shoved in after sin. What is the L? Maybe the L means switch to Les Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I don't know. Then the night two set that I printed out doesn't have any markings on it. Anyway, what were your overall thoughts on the on the set list for night one yeah for both <sighs> well i prefer night two i think okay why do you why did you prefer night two because i have different thoughts on that maybe well it had the bowie covers that's gonna sound so yeah. dumb no that's a that is a good reason to, it also yeah. had sunspots and oh, everything yeah. The American debuts of everything in Sunspots, right? Mm -hmm. And only the second time Sunspots had been played. Yeah. I liked the uh, beginning of the end as an opener more than I did Somewhat Damaged, which I know mm. is probably heresy, but I thought it no, worked better. No, heresy was later. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Heresy was the 10th song they played. <laughs> uh, night two also had the pigs. So we got March of the Pigs and yeah. Night one, I was like, where the hell? We didn't even hear March of the Pigs. Or closer. And in the encore for night two, we had even deeper. Yeah. So that was pretty amazing. Night one, we thought was fragile heavy because five fragile songs. So the first, uh, I mean, they opened with somewhat damaged and day the world went away. Then later on was the frail and the wretched. And then in the encore was the big come down. Spoiler, one of my favorite performances of all. Yeah, I've just always loved that song. And then Night 2, the only Fragile track, was even deeper. No other Fragile songs are getting much love these days, I will say. <laughs> Which I, I kind of wish that was different, but what can you do? I can't say, like, I prefer one set list over the other because Night 1 had the perfect drug, which was in my, you know, top three to see live. Um, and Night 1 had Echoplex, which was it on my dream list as well. Um, and it just had all the fright. Oh, it had last another on my uh, dream list. Yeah, last fucking last, dude. Not everybody gets to see last. They used to never play it. It had every day is exactly the same. Never, never a song that I particularly loved. But live, I think it's better, and it just worked really I, well. I live. do want to say something, mm -hmm. and I'm as someone who's not a with teeth lover. Yeah, and by that I. I don't mean that I hate the album, okay? Yeah. I just mean not a it's lover. not it's not in my top five. Probably not even in my mm. top ten. 
I, I kind of, I'm going to waver on that one. So don't, don't listen to me on that. But I will say that hearing some of these tracks live, I think it translates better live yes. than it does as a studio album. And I felt more connected to it than I ever have listening to that album. Yeah, um, that's true for a bunch of, of the song. I think everything is probably a better song as a live rock band. Yeah, uh, Sunspots, I think that's also true of. I also like the, the lower register for the chorus of Sunspots. Yeah, I brought, I believe Robin's doing the falsetto, and I don't know that Trent can really hit that anymore, <laughs> that insanely high thing. Sanctified, this version is, to me, hands down, more entertaining. Night One had Burn, yeah. another one of my favorite performances of both nights. Yeah, that was a great uh, one. Possibly improved by being live. But night two had less than, and I got yeah. a long Tambo Trent, which made me very happy. There was a lot of Tambo Trent, so no saxophone Trent, which Mm-mm. sucks. No megaphone Trent. Um, tons of tambourine Trent both nights. And like the whole every day is exactly the same breakdown when everything dies out except for him and the tambourine. And he just slows down, and he milks the audience for a while. And then they bust back in. That was great. We have a good video clip of that. Well, I wish this could have been any other way. I wish this could have been any other way. I just don't know. I just don't know. What else I can do? Also, 23 songs both nights, only five songs overlap. Mm-hmm. So such different set lists, and that's awesome. Yeah. So the overlapping songs were uh, Reptile. Ugh, yep. getting Reptile to see that twice was nights. amazing. That is, yeah. we lucked out there. Yeah. Uh, Wish. Yep. Hurt. Yep. Close uh, both nights, of course. Uh, hold on. What's the other big single that they have to do by law? Oh, Head Like a Hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, strangely enough, gave up both nights. Mm-hmm. So... I'll, a lot of broken love, especially night one when the last was also played. Happiness and slavery, we both would have liked I to see. I was so bummed. No happiness and slavery. I mean, and yeah. they played Suck last night in Oregon. Mm, yeah. So. I kind of, I, I would have liked to see Suck, yeah. Yeah. But there, nothing nothing disappointed me. I, wa- I want to make that clear. The show is just too good to be disappointed in anything. Yeah. It's just you can't pack all all your all of my favorite tracks in yeah. you know and i feel like honestly the sets were pretty well rounded from their major discography right like yeah their major halos plus he's you know put in some of the bowie covers that fans love um on yeah, the second two night in a row yeah the only thing i could think of that was not played from was i don't think anything from not the actual events yeah. was played and that's like they never do anything from, not never, but they rarely do anything from not the actual events now. Um, I'm, I'm not sure why. 
night one, I don't believe anything from hesitation marks was played. And I was like, shit, where's copy of a, mm-hmm. but then night two copy of a was there and it was awesome. And also everything. And I just want to say, so with copy of a, they do the shadow projection onto the wall behind really them cool. and it was done onto the red rock mountainside. They didn't put up a screen or anything. And that was really cool. I thought like it's a one of a kind thing. I don't know. I just thought it was awesome. It looked cool. Great, great track. <laughs> great live performance of it. It's really good. It might be one of my favorites. And less than is another one of yeah, my favorite less performances. Than fucking slapped. I know, it was so good. Better live. The frail was beautiful. Yeah. And mm. when that, the, the anticipation was so huge because I was like, what, what will they go into from this? <laughs> It'll probably be the wretched, but it could be a, a curveball, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was the wretched. I like the thing that he did whenever, right when the beats from the wretched started and he kind of like put his hands oh, yeah. down and backed away. Yeah. It was I like, it looked really cool. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, actually Jess had put up a really good video of it, but yeah, he's he's like, okay, I hit every note from the frail, and I heard the count in, and then he moves his hands away from the keys mm-hmm. as the wretched piano. I believe it's it's probably just uh, sequenced, so he's not playing it. It comes in sequenced, and he backs away as if he's trying not to disturb a sleeping dangerous animal. <laughs> And then walks walks away smooth from that keyboard. Yeah. I also liked uh, his uh, crouching dances. Um, yeah. Is that during Copy of A? Copy of A is got, the biggest one. Yeah. He gets really low. And they all like and Robin, to get low. And, yeah. For older dudes, they can get low. Like that they would do break. it all the time. Well, not all the time. But I mean, For shows, they yeah. perform. Robin yeah. plays damn near... They don't have the whole time. horrible fucking jobs where they just sit in right. front of a desk for eight hours a day, right. you know, and don't move. We're out here being destroyed and <laughs> we could be living our best lives as rock stars, but we no. We could be, yeah. <sighs> yeah, to be in that kind of shape, to be 58 and still doing like jumping around and... To be 58 and making a tambourine look fucking metal as hell, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, he was really banging that thing, you know. Actually, I think he's 57. Yeah, 57. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I know someone else had this sentiment as well, that we had all just climbed a mountain and we're feeling the altitude. And it's like, just standing here is exhausting. <laughs> How the hell are they doing this on stage? And they're uh, way older than me. Like They got to take the elevators and shit. They didn't have to climb up anything. I mean, yeah, they got a nice ride to the very top of the mountain. I don't know. I think they're just used to it. And in better shape. Personal trainer. What have you. Honestly, I was fine. <laughs> uh, I was not. The Saturday morning, I was kind of sore. And I was like, how am I going to survive tonight? And then once I got up, I moved around. I was fine. And then Sunday, I, I didn't feel sore at all. I was just really sad because we had oh, to wow. say goodbye. I was definitely sore. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it does suck walking up that steep slope back to the parking lot. And you do get really, you get winded yeah. very quickly. You normally would not get so winded, but yeah, yeah because the, the altitude, you're the like, steps die, you're are struggling. nutty in that place. Yeah. Um, night one also had a cool thunderstorm. Oh, yeah. And there mm-hmm. are great images, one by Craw, of the whole V 
venue with like lightning over it. So there was a wind coming through and mm-hmm. lightning was striking as like they were playing well during several of the songs. I forget which now. And because we were so high, I couldn't really the storm looked closer than yeah. what it was. And the well, maybe a few drops hit us, but mm-hmm. the storm never really hit us. We mm-hmm. just got to got see some lightning. wind and it was saw like, some lightning, yeah. Yeah, it was like biblical. It was crazy. What did you think of the opening act? Oh, Eve Tumor? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I had always, I had tried to get into Eve Tumor several times, mm-hmm. and I found the music fine. Uh, a few songs I was pretty into. Mm-hmm. There was one that kind of sounds like New Order or Joy Division or something. That's pretty cool. But I was just like, I wish it was 100 gecks. <laughs> Nah, fine. No, I I liked them. I think their performance on uh, Friday night was better than yeah. on Saturday night, and also the fits were a lot better. better. If you're wondering about fits, night. the fit on Friday night was it chef was very kiss. downward spirally. <laughs> I mean, I love a lots of like straps, a, lots of straps, lots of uh, harnesses. Yeah. Um, and also, I believe there was like a, a crystal studded codpiece. Mm. Yeah, that, that was both nights. Wore, yeah. But it looked better on the first night, I thought. Anyway. Yeah. Drip not nearly as good Saturday. <laughs> no, I thought they were they were good. The performance on Friday night I thought was better, but maybe that's because uh there was no assault of a cameraman. Oh mm. yeah, that wasn't good. That was That was not weird. Good. That was just awkward. Yeah, I don't know that Eve Toomer were having the best of times. <laughs> well, I think here's what I think. I think that it's got to be hard opening for a band yeah. that people, come on. I mean, if they it, were a little maybe peeved that people were not as excited for them. I wouldn't say that. I would say it's they are maybe a band that thrives on uh, audience energy. I mean, I think obviously sure. most bands do. Yeah. But uh, we're in an amphitheater and there's no pit. Mm hmm. So everyone's just seated. And so the general admission is up way behind all the seats. And so there's no one standing in front of the stage for them to vibe with, right? Like to interact with, really. There's just the people who are sitting down waiting for the act to come on. On night one, at least, they did jump into, basically tried to get into the crowd to Mm -hmm. kind of remedy that problem. And it's like, oh, it wasn't really the audience's choice to not be able to come right up to you. It's just how the venue is laid out. Yeah, yeah. But it's tough. It's got to be tough to be an opening act for a really big act. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's you just can't win unless you're like equally beloved. And even if they're great, they're not on the same tier quite, quite yet. But yeah, should we, should we do what I? Well, first, did you did you want to talk about like maybe our favorite performances? Because yeah. we, we just kind of briefly mentioned them, but like, was yeah, there something my, that I, you yeah. really wanted to talk about? Well, I, I wrote down standout performances, and there are way too many to really list, so I feel like my list is kind of pathetic. You know what I was surprised by and excited about? What discipline on night one? Yeah, that I didn't totally expect that. I know they've done it on this tour. But yeah, it's kind of like a, it almost feels like a deep cut now. But. Yeah. And survivalism was great. I actually yeah. really, really enjoyed that one. I wish there had been more Year Zero love. I Honestly, I yeah. would love to just go to a show where they just play Year Zero from beginning to end. Like, and that yeah, would be amazing. Our, from both of our dreamless capital G, capital G had no chance of being played and it wasn't. 
So I couldn't be shocked that, uh, but me, I'm not was played and it was really good. Letting you, I would, I can't remember off the top of my head if they have been playing letting you this year, but that to me came out of nowhere. And I was like, Whoa, this track, um, from the slip wasn't expecting that, but it rocks and it goes really, really hard. Uh, but I mean like from night one, Last really stood out yep, as being odd. Burn, Burn stood out as one of the best. The big come down. Um, perfect drug. Yeah, perfect drug. Uh, the song Only, which isn't my favorite, but uh, was just a really good is performance. Is that a good, is that normally an encore choice? Only? Not that I know of. But the encore was kind of weird because it was only the big come down. And all that could have been and hurt, which yeah. those two. I think that's a hell of a yeah, hell of an encore. I love that we got to see it and all that could have been, followed by hurt. And I just want to say, I on my first dream list, the final song was hurt. The penultimate song was and all that could have been. So I I did call that a little bit. We'll get more into that later for set list showdown. For night two, I mean less than. Lisanne was one of my out. favorites. Sunspots yeah. stands out as a, as a rocker. Sanctified, just so good. Everything. Yeah. Copy of a Closer. Yeah, copy of A and Letting You and Closer. Oh, because they did Closer, um, on the only time mashup mm-hmm. in, the, in the break, which was awesome. I wasn't expecting that at all. It came out of left field for me. Listen but, closely to my my clip. You hear me screaming like yeah. a goob. <laughs> I think I was every time something exciting happened, I was like shaking Jessica. I think, and then I would scream. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Holy shit, they're really doing it!" The first night, though, the very first night, I was so anxious that I ate like half a gummy, and we go up there, and as soon as they come on the stage, I just grabbed Laura's arm. <laughs> Yeah, not, not I don't her, think I let go for like three songs. I just held onto her arm. Was not, I'm so sorry. <laughs> didn't didn't come to me. <laughs> we were just at an angle where I was turned to face more angled towards more, her. Yeah, I was more yeah. behind you. And I was probably holding on to you. I can't really remember as I We were all just holding on to each other. Yeah. It was a big love fest. What I did was m- mostly a blur, as I've said. Uh, my reactions can't can't remember. I love the David Bowie break. Yep. On night two. He, you know, he just says, after Afraid of Americans, he says, fuck it, why not? And then they play fashion. Yep. And I feel like night two's had like a whole was better than night one's, <laughs> and I don't know why, but. I think my whole night two was just better, so, but I, it was my headspace mostly. Maybe, but it was also, I just felt like maybe being closer probably and you're around people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who are just vibing the same way you are, I guess. Yep. So that was exciting. Um, the encore that night, we got Reptile followed by Even Deeper, which was amazing. Don't forget Home. It started with Home. When... Yeah, I know it started with Home. I'm sorry. I was just naming oh, yeah, two yeah, yeah. songs that right. worked really well together. Home, yeah. Reptile, Even Deeper. Never thought I'd see that in my life. But that's just how it goes these days. Both nights end with Hurt, of course. It's great both times. And then the... You know, love the final noise chord when then they project the Nin logo on the Red Rocks, which was cool. Yeah, that's been up there for a while. It wasn't just when they did Hurt. Well, yeah, I think they did it, oh, between the main set and the encore, they did it, right? And then 
They weren't doing it the whole night. Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. I remember that night one, the rocks were blue. Mm-hmm. And then night two, the rocks were red. Because mm-hmm. our friend Rooker that we stayed with on night one was like, those fuckers are blue. <laughs> <laughs> so should we do set list showdown? Okay. Well, I can tell you, number one, that nothing was played from my bonkers set list as as I expected. That's almost impressive in itself. That zero. <laughs> zero? Zero. <laughs> you had, well, we both had a lot of things that had no chance of being played. Like okay, maybe just I'm once. sorry. There was totally a chance that they could have played various methods of escape or Dead Souls. Sure. That's totally plausible. Dead Souls, more, more just plausible. Just like you imagined is plausible. Before we do this showdown, also on here, I said nothing was a letdown, but the the songs that I would have liked to have seen that I didn't Mm -hmm. see were Terrible Lie, one of my faves, Neither Night, that kind of sucks. That's a bummer, but I'm not mad about it. Ship Mirror, Neither Night. Yeah, no Ship Mirror. Like, I was kind of expecting that one. I was bummed by no La Mer and no Into the Void. Yep, that's on my list, just like you imagined, is on my bummer list. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what else wasn't played? What? Down in it. Ah, uh, yeah. But that has, that's been played, what, once in the UK and that's it this year? Maybe. I can't remember. I, look, a girl can hope. Head like a whole opal mix was not played. <laughs> so I don't get that point. You know what? We didn't get the becoming. I love the becoming. Yeah, no becoming, no mm-hmm. ruiner. No. No eraser. Yeah. The, yeah. the first night was... No downward spiral except for Hurt and Reptile. And we were kind of like, what the fuck? I didn't even notice these things until after the show was over. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. There was no March of the Pigs, no Closer, no... No Piggy. Yeah, no no Shit Mirror, no all this stuff, no copy of a... Um, and then all that stuff, for the most part, came on the second night. No Where Is Everybody. When are we going to yeah. get Where Is Everybody? What's it going to take? One, there was no debut of something never played for us. No, we just got the American debut of Sunspots and yeah. everything. I was kind of expecting or just hoping for a debut of something. Because, you know, starting a new leg of, of a tour. But maybe they were wanting to get a few shows of this leg under their belt. And then they're going to debut something, I don't know, at a later show. At Cleveland or some shit. Maybe they'll announce the show in Springfield Mo at the Shrine Mosque. Good. They'll be like, we we were there in 94. It's time we come back to the Shrine. Maybe when, you know what they should do? Here's mm. my suggestion for the 30th anniversary of the Downward Spiral, which is what, in two years? About a year and a half. It's in 2024. Mm-hmm. They should go on that tour again. The same <laughs> stop stops. At, that would be amazing. Stop at the Shrine There's Mosque. like small, or smaller theaters and stuff. <laughs> but there's more dates so people could go. Yeah, anyway. for sure. I am kind of afraid. Here's my fear. As someone with, you know, limited means. I yeah. mean, we were very fortunate to be able to have the money to go to the show and go to both nights and yeah. stay in Denver and travel there. So that's good. But, my fear is that they're just going to continue to do handfuls of dates and not like a real tour, well, which I understand because they're getting older. It's by design now, yeah. But I I would love a real tour, you know, just so there's more opportunities to see them. Old because Man it Trent does, doesn't want that. Want but that. it sucks because it's so expensive and I hate festivals. I'm sorry. I'm not a yeah. Zoomer. Uh, I'm not going to do that shit anymore. Uh, too old. Too old. <laughs> too old. And... um. I mean, if I were to go to a festival, it'd just be the day they're playing anyway. 
but yeah, festivals are just not worth driving 12 hours for no, for one band. Too exhausting. Yeah, because um, the festival itself is exhausting. But I am I'm kind of afraid that we're just going to have to like figure out a way to see them whenever they drop a handful of tour dates. And it kind of sucks because it is limited. So you have to buy your tickets and then figure out how the hell you're going to get there. And tickets are always freaking picked up by bots and then resold at insane prices. I hope they so, do the show up in person to buy a ticket again. I, But see, that's another thing. You have to be able to go to the venue. Yeah. So if the closest venue is in fucking Frankfurt, you're going to have to drive to Frankfurt. It's, it's worth it. To me, it's worth it. Well, if you have a job, you can't always get off for that kind of stuff. So I'm just saying it sucks either way. And I'm just afraid that there's not going to be a proper tour again. And so we're just going to have to like script and save. You just got to do what you can. To, a, to go to a show. Because I do want to catch as many as possible. But, yeah. you know. And I'm I'm treating it as if, you know, these are, these are limited. The limited quantity of shows exists in this lifetime. So well, honestly, climate change is going to f us all in ten years. So just sell yeah. everything you own and follow your yeah. favorite band. That sounds We're fine. We're all dead. <laughs> so okay. So not to be depressing. Let's yeah. go to the setlist showdown. Setlist showdown. I'm not even going to look at my second list because I know nothing was played. Okay. From so, that. So uh, my night one is all over the place. How many did you get from night one? So I counted just how many were played on either night out of. Um, and 46, oh, hang on. I didn't count that right. Cause it wasn't 46 unique songs, but it was 46 total songs. Yeah. But mm-hmm. somewhere, but five were played twice. Anyway, I got 19 hits, uh, uh out of my 31 God, as if they were going to play 31 tracks. Um, oh yeah. Your night one set list was insanely long. Mr. Keep it was it to not 25. Insane. Night two was 34 if you count my wacky encore. But 19 hits, uh, copy of A, March of the Pigs, with, with the uh, extended outro, last, Echoplex, Piggy, Perfect Drug, Fashion, and I'm Afraid of Americans were on my list. But Maraquin did not come out as I fantasized about on my dream list. Um, but I'm still counting them less than... Everything, Wish, and then the last two, uh, and all that could have been, and Hurt. Okay. So, and I'm going to say that, okay, I, I have another rule. Hang on. So that's 19 hits, plus I'm going to say if you guessed the correct placement, it counts as two points. That's For example, stupid. <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome. I have one such case on my night one, because March of the Pigs is number four. And they played it number four on night two. Yeah, but it's night two, so it shouldn't count. No, that's not how we're, that's not how the game is played. You're, you, you said on my set list for night one, yeah. it's number four. <laughs> right. And they played it on night two. It was a different night. It shouldn't count. It can count for either. Okay. I'm not even going to look at that. I don't have a spreadsheet like you do. So you can make up all the rules you want. <laughs> I'm not going to so follow score is, them. My score's 20. It's oh, not my fault you didn't cheater. do spreadsheets. I don't like spreadsheets. Ask anyone at work. I hate them. Now, night two, mm. I think they're fun. I just think they're neat. <laughs> night two, as you know, it was the fragile top to bottom, which now that I, in the clear light of day sobered up, I know had no chance of happening, <laughs> but I was still dreaming. Um, 
what's amazing about this is that the first four tracks of the fragile were played they really love the first four mm -hmm. the rest of that double disker they're not so in love with as far as live shows go but somewhat damaged day the world went away frail wretched plus even deeper and big come down so i had six hits but somewhat damaged and day the world went away are in the correct placement so that's this eight. game sucks. No, this game rocks. <laughs> no, it sucks. It's a great game that I invented. Can I see the set list and I want to see if I got any of mine in the correct position? Yeah, I, I want to know too. I don't um, think I did because whatever. Here. If only they had done the first four. But eight is eight is a bad score <laughs> out of the entire set list. I, like, only get I had points. a set list that had nothing. So What on earth did you even have that night? I can't remember. There was just bonkers. Like driver down and yeah. shit. Yeah, and you had like life on Mars, which everyone agreed would have been great. Would have been lovely out Mars. there under the stars. They played some Watchmen and Gone Girl and all that stuff over the PA while we waited for the opener to come on. Okay, so I got Piggy. Mm, no, not in the right spot. Okay, Piggy, mm -hmm. less than. Mm -hmm. okay. It's two. Ah, oh, man, less than was played third. And I have it as fourth. Okay. Mm, close. Uh, I'm afraid of Americans. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had Sin. Okay. Uh, I had Closer. I think that was not. Nope. Okay. Um, survivalism. Oh, that one I have right. It's 15 and 15. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Okay. So that's two points. Uh-huh. And then I had The Perfect Drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and All That Could Have Been. Where'd you place in All That Could Have Been? Uh, number 17. It was not the penultimate? It was not. Okay. Uh, fashion. Nope, not in the right spot, okay. but whatever. Uh, March of the Pigs. Okay. Uh, last. Nice. Everything. Mm -hmm. Did I say? Okay, I said Just I'm afraid of Americans. Okay. The weird one where you end with everything? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. People would have rioted. So I think that's just 12. That is, no, it's 13. Oh, 13 if you count, because I got survivalism yeah. in the right place. So if I had had a non-bonker set list, I might have done a lot better for night two. But I just wanted to have fun with it. Yeah. So. If you add both mine together, I had 28 points <laughs> to your 13. I guess I am just uh, have a unique mind, and I don't think like the herd. <laughs> okay. Neither of us knew that this game was going to be played, but I was proud of myself for thinking of it. And... I encourage you all to play along at home and tell me your scores. I want to know who out there. So cross-reference the Red Rocks set lists to your own dream lists. Um, and I want to know who got the highest score and who got the most like correct placements. That kind of thing would be interesting to me. We all know that you love, our listeners love spreadsheets and statistics. Do I get more points because survivalism was 15 and night one? Okay, you get three points instead of two. Okay. So your score is 14. <laughs> I think I should get like 10 points for that. Mm, I, no, that would put you too far ahead. <laughs> Damn it. It, it. You still wouldn't beat me. Okay, so. Hold on, I'm double checking my math now. I think I should have 14 points. <laughs> you can have 14, that's No, fine. no, no, wait, I'm just. Okay, damn. Discipline was close. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I had, I had some that were really close, but not quite. Mm. All right, but play along at home.
and all that could have been in hurt I had in the right order, but not the, I had them at numbers 30 and 31, which is ridiculous. In reality, they were numbers 22 and 23. Okay. So what else do we want to talk about that we didn't? It was wild. The whole thing is just fucking Yeah, I'm still wild. like recovering from it in a good way and a bad way where I just will go and I'll play the clips that I yes. recorded and I get really happy and mm-hmm. then I have to wake up and go to work and I'm very sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like whenever we left, I was like, how am I supposed to go back to normal? Yeah, but sucks. I feel that way after every vacation, to be honest. Whenever you mm-hmm. uh, step away from your work life and you realize that humans are not meant to be... I mean, we know this, that you're not meant to be working for 40 hours every week yeah. all your life. You were not meant to live like this. No. So so it's always hard to come back uh, whenever you have some time off work, but it was even harder this time. Yeah. And also just, I made, I met some cool listeners and patrons, and I think we made some good lifelong memories yeah. Uh, with our friends that we met, and it was just good vibes all the way around, both nights that we were there with yep. our friends, and I mean, the the trip was fine. I had fun even when we weren't watching the best band in the world do their thing. Right. So, um, yeah, I just had a great time, and I hope that we can do more meetups in the future. I would love that. Meow Wolf was it, that was cool that we got to go mm-hmm. with our friends and with Ixy and with with a handful of people. But that place did make me feel ill <laughs> and was too... Let me tell you how much fun Blake is on vacations. <laughs> not a lot. I'm terrible. <laughs> but yeah, that place is like overstimulation on acid. If I was in the right headspace, I think it would have been great. And if I had nothing else to do that day, Meow Wolf would have been amazing. But I felt like I was going to fall off the edge of the earth. Yeah, it's just kind being of just there. like everything everywhere all at once. It's just yeah. very overstimulating. All in your and, face and five stories of it. And just people everywhere you look. Yep. And it was bonkers, but it was very, very cool. But thank you to the all the people who came and said hi and people who complimented the podcast and... Um, it means a lot, and we hope to yeah. be able to do this again. I would love to go to Red Rocks again. I know you might not, but I, I would love to. No, I would. Uh, it It's like the most, it's an amazing and beautiful venue. It's just really difficult to get up It makes there. the reward all that much more worth yes. it, in my it opinion. It was worth it. It's all worth it. I'm just saying it was, it was tough. Um, I would not do it for any other band, period. My tips for Red Rocks, if people who are listening have never gone, make sure you have plenty of water. Oh, yeah. Chug some Gatorade before you get in there. I drink literally uh, easily three gallons of water night one. You will dehydrate. My lips were so chapped. I've yeah. had chapped lips like that in a long time. Yeah, my lips were kept, like scabbed kept over. Kept stealing Blake's Burt's Bees. <laughs> yeah, it was the things that were happening to my body. So much water. I peed all night long after that first night. <laughs> I thought that there was something wrong. I didn't realize that you were getting up to go pee. Yeah, because my bladder had gallons time. of water in it. Uh, anyway, I must have been severely dehydrated because I did not pee that much. Anyway. Yeah, I knew I had to hydrate. You can cut off all this pee talk. No nah, one wants to hear it. I mean, some people might. Talk. There are some freaks out there that love pee. Oh, my God. 
Piss Freaks, shout out. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really... No kink shaming here. Sorry. Really wacky how many people came from all over the country and we met up in this one place and it was like, oh, these are our friends. We know them. Also something that I wanted to say but didn't... Um, this is more true on night two because we were closer. Seeing Seeing Trent and the gang... Seeing those boots up close. I love those boots. And that vest. Going to start a GoFundMe if anyone wants to help me buy some Rick Owens bozo bozo boots. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you only need Rick if you're listening. (laughs) But seeing them pretty close, I I had this weird experience of like, oh, I know this guy. This is the guy that I've been looking at since I was a teenager. Mm hmm. I know you. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing was surreal. But this is just like, oh, I already know you. Like the, (laughs) it probably sounds stupid as fuck. Sorry. Did you get that at all? I mean, little. You're in love with Trent and shit. Like, what did you feel? Just very. um, I don't know. It was just exciting to actually see this person that you've only seen in photographs or music videos or whatever that you've loved since you were a teen, you know, um, it's, it's just strange. Like you said, especially on night two when we were closer. Yeah. Um, there was a familiarity. There really was. It was almost a comforting thing. It was like, and, and this was the same with meeting listeners and stuff that we've seen. Yeah. Like when he gave the speech about Taylor Hawkins Mm -hmm. and how, you know, he was trying to live more in the moment. And he really wanted to extend like a sincere, uh, like he just wanted to express his, his feelings and how he was grateful to be able to share this moment right now with us. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I am also so very grateful to be here on this night with this perfect weather surrounded by people who also love this band and by the friends I have made, uh, recently who, Mm -hmm. Just because just of this really band. really awesome people, yeah. Yeah, it was... I never thought he'd be the guy to give the motivational speech that would make me think, oh, yeah, I should be, like, uh, appreciating the moment and being more grateful and not thinking about the shitty past and the shitty future. Well, was it Tyler who posted something like, the weird thing about yeah. seeing Nine Inch Nails now is you get motivational speeches yeah. scattered between like songs your, about like deep self-loathing. self-loathing. Hate, hate jams. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it's, it's so true. But, and it's, it was so clear that he was very happy and grateful to be there. We could have seen him in like, I don't know, a bad night in 1995 or something when he's just like hating life. <laughs> doesn't want to be there yelling at the crowd <laughs> like he's he's come such a long way in so many ways it's wild um yeah i don't know i don't know i knew i wouldn't have the right words for this podcast reaction i knew this would happen i'd, I'd run out of ways to talk about it sometimes it's just hard to express your feelings. It's okay. I was just getting on social media like the night of both shows and being like, I don't have the words. I'll post stuff later. And you still don't have yeah, the words. <laughs> I still don't. I'm going to post this podcast, but it may or may not turn out well. I don't know. Yeah. Tell us what you think. 
So, um, we'll hope hope more dates are announced next year and we can do this again. We, we want to plan more meetups with people. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a break and then do a, do a bonus episode. And in that bonus episode, we're going to patrons sent in their reactions to the Red Rocks shows and we're going to read them. That sounds fun. Yeah, and then we'll we'll and talk we'll also, some more about our meetings. We'll also spill some secrets about our time in Denver at our Airbnb <laughs> the, when we oh just uh, ate pizza and watched Nathan for you like party animals. <laughs> well, <you> just, <laughs> I think you just yeah laid it all out right there. Woo! <laughs> Did the band come back to our Airbnb? I don't know. Tune mm, in to find to- out. To, Did we run into the band at Denny's? Maybe. Were they at Denny's? Oh. Um, <laughs> I feel like Dr. Steve Brule now. I, don't, I don't, told you. Um, okay. All right. So, so stay, patrons, stay tuned for a bonus up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, not stay tuned, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Watch the feed. Um, mailedpod.com. And our next main feed up will actually be delving into the fragile. <laughs> we're getting into the fragile songs next episode, main mm-hmm. feed. Yes. What's fucking amazing is that we're doing four tracks, all four of which we saw performed live. It's great. It'll be great to talk about. So the perspective will be uh, different, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Um, and we're uh, moving from fragile summer into fragile fall. So. Yeah. Who- you know, alliteration. I love fall. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be cares? so much better than summer. Um, Patreon.com slash nailed pod. You get almost 30 bonus episodes and more keep coming. And you get to join our fun discord and you get to meet us and uh, hang out at an Airbnb with us. Um, and other cool perks of being a patron. We have merch at nailedpod.com at NailPod on the socials. Check out our Insta. And don't forget Graham. to rate and review. Yeah, we, we haven't had an Apple review. I think that's the only platform that lets you write a review. We yeah. haven't had one in a long time and people have left some really, really great, nice things on there. And if you hate us, leave a review too. I just want to, I want to read some hate. Oh, I, I want to say shout out to JSP who we saw at Red Rocks. I just want to say, because I don't know if, I can't remember if he's is going to hear the bonus, but awesome meeting up with you there. A hometown hero. We also ran into another Springfieldian, Blake. Other yeah. Blake. So what multiple, I call him. yeah, multiple Springfieldian. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the first one's not a current Springfieldian, but uh, anyway, nobody cares. I just want to shout out. Can't get over how many people we knew that we saw there, but I guess that's by design. Mm. So I shouldn't be shocked. Angel from Resner Audio on Insta. Yep, so many people. NIN Lyrics. Oh, and the dick sticker um, lady. <laughs> I don't know if I ever really got your name, but I'm looking at the Peppa Pig <laughs> sticker right now uh-huh. on Jessica's laptop that she gave us. And she gave us the Suck My Entire Cock sticker and the fucking Rainbow sticker. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. Yeah, that Peppa Pig sticker is great because I could cover up the dumb stickers Blake stuck on here with it. My... Sorry. You covered, up, you covered up Britney? I did cover up Britney. I also covered up Demi Lovato with my Ghost I can't World understand sticker. understand that, but why do you have to cover up Britney? Because there was no other place that I could put Peppa. You told me I couldn't cover Olivia Rodrigo. No, you can't. 
Where was I supposed to put Peppa? That's fine. Whatever. Over Billy? No, absolutely not. Disrespectful, though. But the Peppa is a cool sticker. Um, And somebody had condoms. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? Okay. I talked to somebody online who got a condom in the merch line, handed to them. So did someone just have them printed up? That's my guess. I don't know. They either brought in a handful Mm -hmm. or a bag full. Of original 1989 down in it condoms? I have no way to verify, but they look like the original. Get fucked condoms, whatever. Yeah. They look like originals. One was on the ground and our friend Asher picked it up. Okay. Well, that person should have found me and given me one, number one. Right. I have... Two health condoms. I would love to have a nin to add to my rock band condom collection. Absolutely. But I, I honestly think they just had them printed up and we could do the same thing for nailed and get nailed. Ooh. I think Laura suggested get nailed. Oh, that's mm-hmm. too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're going to make get nailed condoms. It's going to happen. Um, and thank you, Laura. And thank you, Rooker. They, both deserve special thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we do uh, get nailed condoms, just keep in mind that um, they're for decoration only. Please don't use them and depend upon them as birth control. <laughs> oh, yeah. And well, I don't know who's manufacturing these. I'm going to be sticking a pin in each of them through through each of them. We don't need any nailed babies. We don't need that on our conscience. The, only the planned nailed babies. The nailed baby boom is going to happen because of a batch of defective condoms. That Blake poked holes in. (laughs) Okay, I think we can wrap this up. Yeah, we better we better go. There's yeah. Okay, we we could talk about it forever, but uh, it was great. Can't wait to do it again with you all. Good night. Didn't that make you feel better?